0: Chelsea told us an amazing story today that uh, I just was blown away by. Chelsea, that was a great story. You'll hear all about it here on the podcast. And and the listeners clearly loved it, too. Tons of text. Thanks to everybody who texted in with those encouraging words. That was awesome. Appreciate it. And uh, what else did we do today? Oh, we did... uh, Who the hell did I marry? (laughs) Those stories are
1: loaded. That was
0: insane, the calls that we got on that one. We also had a round of... The HR Files with our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen, when he joined us today. A lot to get to, so here's the podcast. So Chelsea being still fairly new to the show, heck, we've only been doing this for like a month together. No. Uh, we're still getting to know you a little bit, and something, you have an amazing story and an amazing comeback story that I think everyone would really enjoy hearing.
2: This is this is crazy, Kelly. So it's been about nine months, but last, last uh, Memorial Day weekend... Went out to go for a ride with my horse. He's 23 years old. I've had him since he was a baby, mm-hmm. right? And he's one of my best friends. And I was excited for the first ride of the season. And then, next thing I know, I'm trampled on the ground, getting airlifted to Sanford. Had to, I, I almost died.
0: What? So, what happened? Did you get bucked off the horse no, or what? And that's
2: what everybody thinks. But no, no, no. So, I didn't even get that far. So, uh, we were just saddling him up. Yeah. And I tightened up the cinch and he's kind of a butthead. and okay. he, he put his ears back because he's like, he had the whole winter off. He was eating. And so he didn't want he didn't want to work that. Even day. though he
0: knows you like the back of his hand, he knew exactly who you were.
2: I know, I know, okay. I know, I know his attitude. I don't know
0: anything about horses. I don't. <laughs> again, I got to get a look at your paycheck because the fact that you have enough money to be riding horses, I feel like I'm getting boned over here. <laughs>
2: Baby girl has a lot of side jobs. All right. So anyway, so he he pinned his ears back. He did a little crow hop. That wasn't a big deal, but it caused this chain reaction with the horse next to him. And next thing I know, they just exploded. Okay. And I took a step back. And I fell and I got underneath him. And you never want to be underneath a 1,200-pound animal. And I got stomped on six times. I don't know how. I rolled over. I rolled over once and I could just feel him just coming down on me.
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh,
2: He missed my head by six inches. And then he crushed all on my lower spine, my hips, and oh my, my lower gosh. quad. I mean, just pulverized, 1,200 pounds stomping on me. And he was tied up. He couldn't get away. And I finally rolled over one more time, and then he broke free, ran the other direction. And it, here's the funny thing. So I, I got up on my elbows, and I'm like, I was mad. I was yeah. yelling at him. I'm like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. I couldn't get up.
0: Yeah, I would imagine. I
2: couldn't get up. Lifelink got called out. They airlifted me because I went totally numb. And they thought my spine was severed, everything. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Chelsea. It was insane. It was the craziest moment of my life. So
0: what, what what was your list of injuries then?
2: So it was just nerve damage. Here's the thing. like God is so good. I didn't have a single broken bone.
0: That is bonkers.
2: He crushed me six times. Not a single broken bone. But... Soft tissue damage, mm-hmm. all my nerves done. They thought I was going to lose my left hip. Like there was, there was talk of me having to get spinal surgery. Um, I still have like numbness, nerve damage, and stuff. And I had to completely relearn how to walk.
0: Holy moly.
2: And in a week, I did it. So I got to say thank you to our first responders. Holy cow. Our volunteer firefighters were out there on the scene. Our ambulances, uh, the hospital workers. I had five different surgeons. And he kind of saved my life, Kelly, because when I was in there, they found a mass.
0: I remember this because you and I have known each other for a while. So I remember following this on social media because it was kind of the same time my wife was going through breast cancer. I was like, oh my gosh.
2: It's crazy. And they never would have found this. Until this accident happened.
0: Unbelievable.
2: And so he, he saved my life. I was sick for years and they didn't know what it was. And boom, this happened. So I am grateful for everything. So, but but Kelly, now that's been nine months yeah. and I'm still in pain. And I try not to show it because life is so good. Right. Like this has totally opened up my eyes. I'm so grateful for every little thing. I try not to complain about little things, but it still hurts. And I still relive that moment. And it's stupid. Like my hip will bump like a door or something. Yeah. And I can I can feel him stomping all oh, over again. Man. Like PTSD, it like just takes you like right back.
0: I would imagine.
2: And his hooves are like this big, right? The size of a dinner well, this plate. this his radio, so. And I know. Well, there, there you go. So it's about the size of a dinner plate. So anyway, so I got back with him because when you're a cowgirl, you got to get right back in the saddle. But I couldn't do that. So this has been playing Because
0: of physical pain or because <laughs> I of mental phys-
2: physically can't. I can't And
0: mentally okay. Yeah,
2: and and, and that roadblock in your yeah, mind. Yeah, I would imagine. Right? Hell yeah. Right. So every time I get near him, I would just picture that again and he's so sweet. So I tell this story and people are like, Why didn't you put him down? I'm like, no, no. Why? Well, yeah, this I can't dude. imagine. It's my dude. So, big milestone after nine months of rehab therapy, physical therapy, mental therapy, everything, yeah. uh, two days ago went And I saddled him up. I just took a deep breath. He stood perfectly still. This is the moment I have been dreading. Yeah. The last time I did this, I almost died. Yeah. And he was such a good boy. And it was such a victory. And I was shaking and he was just perfect. And now I feel like this mountain is like, been just decimated yeah
0: yeah wow that is that is such an incredible story i bet that Oof. i bet that feeling was just like when you're worried about something for so long yeah. and then it finally just goes away and you literally do feel like a thousand pounds is off of you Man,
2: like faith is bigger than fear and like and i know some people can get defined by things that happen to them and I didn't want to be, I didn't want to live my life like that.
0: That's incredible.
2: Heck yeah. So I'm not back in the saddle yet, but that is the next step.
0: Right. Well, well Hey, that is an amazing story, Ooh. man. I, I, I knew a little bit about it just through social media, but I didn't know that much about it. It's crazy, man. Good for you, man. It's crazy. So you think this summer you'll be back to riding normal?
2: This weekend. I'm going to get back in there. All right. It's going to happen. It's going to be great. And I uh, love it. Heck yeah, man. Keep on living.
0: I love it. Absolutely amazing story. You, you gave me goosebumps. That, <laughs> you know what we should have done. That should have been our happy hour today. It is a happy hour. It's like, such a good story. I want
2: to just cry, man. It's uh, it's Life is crazy. We can't have two
0: criers in here. I told you that. <laughs> I, I already got that role reserved.
2: <laughs> so I got to thank my horse for kicking my butt because, man, amazing. oh man, changed my life.
0: Ooh, all right, Chelsea. Well, I, I, as Joe texted in, he says, "I think I speak for everyone when he says that I'm think I think we're all glad that you're still here." Oh, so, thanks, Joe. So. Uh, Deb says, "Oh my God, your story gives me goosebumps. That's it's you literally got right back on the horse. I mean, that's like the metaphor when Tried you fall off man. the horse get back on. Well,
2: and like and and uh, just healing is slow. I, you know, I'm not patient. Yeah. So nine months, like,
0: <laughs> love it. Well. We're glad you're here, Chelsea. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> because who else would do trending next if you weren't here? The Kelly Jordan Show. Who the hell did I marry? That is what we want to know right now. 320-656-9453. Stacey says, check out the show, Who the Bleep Did I Marry? It's streaming on HBO. absolutely wild story. So I've never heard of that show before, and maybe that's where this thing I heard yesterday. So a lot of times when I'm driving home, I'm sick of podcasts. Mm. Absolutely sick of the radio. So I'll listen to, I'll just put on like our uh, Facebook videos or YouTube videos and let them scroll through on my way yeah, home. Yeah. And I heard an absolutely wild story yesterday that sent me down a wormhole of videos of people talking about lies they found out about their spouse long after they had been married for a while.
2: And it it cringes, Kelly, because it's like you're you're in it, right? You've said your vows. You're married to this person. Now it's like, what in the heck is the truth?
0: So this woman said that she met her boyfriend at a restaurant. The one that I heard, she met her boyfriend at a restaurant. He said that he owned the restaurant and that he was a world class, uh, classically trained chef and was a private chef for celebrities. Wow. So, So he would have to travel a lot, right? Oh. So she had thought nothing of it. He looked at the part, and he could cook really well. So she just bought it. So um, some time goes by. She finds him at her apartment one day with a bag saying, hey, I need a place to stay. My house that I was renting got sold. I, don't, I can't live there anymore. The house I'm moving into isn't ready yet. So I need a place to stay. Can I stay with you? She thought nothing of it. Sure. Sure. Move on in, she help, says. Help
2: your man out. Okay. Move on
0: in. Well, then over time, he's like, all right, I got to go here for this reason. I got to fly here to cook dinner for this person. Oh, my mom has been diagnosed with cancer. I have to go here for a week or whatever. Yeah. Turns out he was married with another family. Oh. The reason why he had to move in with her is because his wife got a job and the family had to relocate. So he was like traveling back. He had two families going at the same, well, two serious relationships going at the same time.
2: Gosh. And now, you know, before anybody says, hey, that's so fake, that doesn't happen. This almost happened to my sister. Really? Where he was a Canadian bounty I want to say bounty hunter, that already sounds made up right and uh, that's what he told her and so you know he would see her once a month she was in Washington DC they would spend a romantic weekend together she really fell for this guy and uh, and he seemed cool and legit but then he'd be gone for a week at a time and she got contacted by his fiance and said hey oh. on Facebook she said look we're, I'm marrying this man tomorrow you guys need to stop and my sister is the most honest purest person on the planet
0: Holy cow that's a slap to the old face
2: and she said I had no idea I mean this is messed up
0: I had a friend in high school her dad was a pilot yeah and when she was like I, when she was like 17 she found out that her dad had an entirely other family
2: no yes.
0: Talk about messing you up for the rest of your life. And I, I, I always wish I would have asked her, who was the first family? Was it you or was it the other one? Like, which one did he decide to make second? And and I can make fun of myself
2: because I am a woman. Like, it's hard enough being married to one person. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you want to be married to a whole other person? Whole oh, other How do you think you're going to get away with this? Having two
0: wives would be an absolute nightmare. I can't even imagine it.
2: I feel that. I'm not even offended.
0: And then you got so many plates spinning that you got to keep going at the same time. Like so many lies you would have to keep oh, track of. Gosh. Unbelievable. I, cool. That messed her up too. Like finding that out sent her for a loop, man. Uh, so 320-656-9453. Did you ever find out a crazy lie either before you got married or after you got married and ask yourself who the hell did I marry hello
3: a couple of my friends they were they were engaged they were getting married planning their wedding and um for his bachelor party they all went to like the local casino and they were playing poker and blackjack and all like the kind of high roller games okay and um he was losing and was trying to recover some money to pay for the honeymoon and this and that and he had his uh, he had taken his wife's engagement ring um he had given it to her taken it back to get it sized because he got it way too big and he happened to have it on him and he wagered the engagement ring and lost it in a
0: game of poker oh my gosh now okay so did they still get married then the wedding was called off okay it was done he bought
3: another one um, he bought a, a, a lesser one than oh. what she originally was given, and she was just so serious. It was game over. Yeah. It was game over. He had kind of a gambling problem anyway, so <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you, you think,
3: think? <laughs> <laughs> probably for the best. But yeah, he had it with him in his luggage, um, and stopped what stopped the game. Went to because the, they stayed there. Went to the hotel. Got it. Put it on the table as a bet and lost
0: it. Oh, my goodness. So that isn't a a who the hell did I marry. That's a who the hell did I almost marry, right? Oh, my gosh. Thanks for the call. The Kelly Jordan Show. Who the hell did I marry? That's what we're talking about today. People who found out an insane secret about their spouse after they got married that changed your whole view of them. All right, so you said you don't want your name on the air, but for who the hell did I marry, you said you have a whopper of a lie that your husband was telling you. What is it?
4: Well, uh, my husband would tell me that he traveled for work, and he made it so believable that I have pictures of him in all these different places that he would send me um, every time he traveled, like, here I am in New York, here I am in Florida, you know? Mm -hmm. And turns out that he wasn't traveling for work. He was actually, you know, like fifteen minutes away from me. He was just photoshopping himself in these pictures to make it seem like he was traveling, but he was cheating on me.
0: No. Holy cow! That is a ton of work to go. Oh I've my never. Gosh. Well, oh, and how risky to be fifteen minutes away? Like, good grief! Go at least an hour away.
4: Yeah. No. No. He. He didn't. He kept it original i guess with the pictures
2: (laughs) my gosh so how many days was he gone from you for these trips i mean sometimes it'd be
4: a week long
2: it'd be a couple days week long things like that it just all
4: kind of varied
0: now what i want to know how did you finally catch him
4: um a bad photoshop a friend of mine who's a photographer she just kind of looked at it and she was like this isn't a real picture and I was like what do you mean and she just kind of pointed out things you know that photographers know i guess mm-hmm. and i confronted him and he finally just confessed whoa
0: so i'm I, i'm guessing you're no longer with him
4: no okay. not at all uh,
0: okay of course not
4: it was it was very hard um i mean it sounds funny of course and it's just like what but, but it
2: <laughs> well not really funny haha ha. I'm not laughing I'm so mad so he was ju- and he did he really just fess up yeah I mean
4: it didn't he wasn't like oh my god I'm cheating on you but he was at first like oh like he denied it and you know and then I just had this overwhelming like amount of pictures that I yeah <laughs> and I was like here 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 and and I was like, just tell me what's going on. Like, this is exhausting. Like, I thought I was going crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Loser. <laughs> wow, that is just, I can't, like, I, you know, I hear stories like this, and I try and, like, put myself in the man's shoes and be like, what the hell was he thinking? And I just can't imagine being, like, I don't know how I would look someone in the face and be doing that to them behind their back.
4: I, I don't know. He was, he was, he probably got a kick out of living this double life and fooling me, I guess i is yeah.
0: he is he now with that person he was cheating on you with?
4: uh you know, I don't know
0: okay I, he,
2: I
4: didn't wanna keep up too much,
0: right,
2: yeah, you start going down that photoshop rabbit hole. He probably has a whole life with her, a wedding album, kids
0: all made up. did you guys have kids?
2: yeah, um you know, but they're in college
4: and okay. Um, Mature enough to kind of know about
0: this. So, oh my god, I can't imagine finding that out about my dad. Oh god, oh, no! Wow. Well, that is definitely a "Who the hell did I marry?" moment right there. <laughs> Amen. My gosh.
4: Oh. Yeah, it was a
0: shock. The Kelly Jordan Show. Who the hell did I marry? Now, this person has been sitting on hold for a long time, but her story is bonkers. So, thank you so much for holding. Now, you didn't marry this person. But someone, you caught someone you were dating in a huge lie. How did it all go down?
5: Okay, so we were dating, and shortly, like, after we started dating, it was kind of, there were some red flags, and so it was kind of on and off. But eventually, when it was off, I found out shortly after um, that he not only got married while we were together, he had another girlfriend.
0: What the hell? Hold up a second. (laughs) Triple dip. So he was dating you, had a wife, and another girlfriend? What in the and world? And we all lived
2: in different cities. Different area codes. Um, all right.
0: That doesn't work in this situation.
5: He was in the military, so he used that for an excuse all the time of why he had to, like, be gone. Oh. Or, you know, he had kids, too, with another woman, so therefore oh it's like, oh, the
2: kids God. have this.
0: As a dude, I'm just like, why would you want all of that?
2: He's the reason they have PowerPoints during <laughs> their trainings to not do this. So how did you finally?
0: Right. how did you finally figure all this out? So,
5: the girlfriend who I thought he had broken up with before we um, got together was somebody I actually knew. We all went to college together. And so, eventually, I went back to where we went to college and I saw her. So, I just started asking questions and we both compared timelines. And then she showed me the wedding photo. They got married in Colorado, this other girl. And I was like starting to piece things together. I was like, yep, that's why this makes sense. That's why this. But I also caught him in a few lies. Um, He said he was gone. I called his work. They were like, "Yeah, just a minute." And I'm like, "Oh, funny. He's supposed to be out of state."
0: Oh. Yep. So, what is he? What is he doing today? Like, what's this guy? Does he have a a relationship? Um, he now has.
5: Yeah, I think he's actually still with the wife. Um, not oh. sure why, but they have a kid together. This is Facebook creeping, of course, at its <laughs> finest. Um, but yeah,
2: it's just it was insane.
0: I don't know how a woman could look at that guy and be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride it out with him."
2: And don't we know, like, once a cheater, always a no, cheater? No, that's not
0: true. That's not true. That's not true. In
2: most cases, it is though.
0: No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I refuse. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I re- look, my twenties was wild. All right. I'm not gonna get into details because I don't want everyone to hate yeah, me. Yeah, but
2: were you married in your twenties no. and then cheated on him? See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying.
0: Okay. All right, let's cl- clarify that, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, and how is your dating life today? Not good. <laughs> oh damn,
2: girl! I, I gotta know. help you with background checks. We gotta do some Facebook recon. Oh, um, for real? Ugh.
5: Yeah. Well, I, I keep picking the losers. That's it's what I do.
2: No, honey, they find you. You're like me. We're so magnetic that losers just come everywhere. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that
0: doesn't make it any better, Chelsea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get a dog. They're better. Too funny.
0: Thank you so much for the call this morning. Have you ever experienced sticker shock at a fast food restaurant? You're not alone if you have. This story about Wendy's blew up. It was the first story on my Alexa this morning. I saw it when I went to bed last night. Dude. And then it was, I saw them interviewing people in the drive-thru lane at Wendy's. They were outraged. They were
2: interviewing in the drive-thru. I love yeah. that.
0: And then they—and then it was the first story I saw in my Alexa this morning. So for people who don't know, what's going on at Wendy's?
2: Surge pricing. It's fast becoming the norm, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And it's this is bad. So there was a conference call earlier this month with Wendy's CEO, Kirk Tanner. Yeah, I'm dropping his name. Uh, the fast food chain said that they're going to experiment with dynamic price as early as next year. Now, it's very tempting for big businesses because they're going to dramatically increase revenue with slight pricing changes during peak hours. So So if I
0: go there at dinner, it's going to cost me another dollar.
2: Yep, or lunch rush. And they're just going to up the prices a little bit. They're not even going to stop there, though. They're also going to be adding AI, like... To their menu to like do suggestive selling just to try to squeeze a little bit more money out of people, but this is insane. And the top 10 global retailers are going to start using this dynamic pricing. This is going to be the new norm,
0: but this is good for people like me because I'll be like, cool, I'll just go eat there at three o'clock in the afternoon, yeah, there you go, and save a couple of bucks
2: like a happy hour,
0: right? (laughs) But I'm just wondering, and so. Uh, but I wonder, what, people are just outraged by the fact that they're doing this. Well, one, it's a company. They have to turn a profit. Yeah. That's, that's step one. And that's two, though. but you don't have to eat there.
2: Yeah, that's true. There's probably a
0: grocery store right down the street where you can go get the same materials for much less.
2: I know, but this hit me twice at, at two different chains uh, in the past week, right? Because I'm working, I have weird hours, and it's like, okay, as I'm driving home, I just want something quick or I need something quick, and I couldn't believe it. 40 bucks yeah. for a
0: lunch? When we took our kids to get fast food the other day, I was like, I would rather go to a nice, like a just a yes! decent restaurant than pay this for fast food.
2: And I didn't even get the right sides. I didn't get sauce. I didn't even get extra napkins, mm. nothing.
0: Girl, I would have went back. That's that
2: shrinkflation and surge pricing. That's like two,
0: a double two punches. <laughs> double whammy cool. on that one. But yeah, people are just saying like, why are we paying this much for food? We actually got two people sitting on hold right now. Say they had sticker shock when they went to a fast food restaurant. What happened?
3: I feel like it was more than it probably would have been to go to a sit down restaurant with white tablecloths.
0: Okay. So what did your bill come to?
3: I mean, I think it was like... It was, like, in the 40s, 40, 40-something 40 dollars, and it was just um, some combo meals for my kids and myself.
0: Jeez, that is just bonkers. And what do you always say to yourself every time? Because I bet it's the same thing I say to myself.
3: I'm not coming back here right. anymore, but then I always do.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like they it's like they have us. They, they, we can't get that food anywhere else. But thank you for the call. You experienced sticker shock, too? We went in to
6: pick up some drive. Through chicken tenders, and number one, they uh, we ordered mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, and some chicken tenders, and it was like 35 bucks.
0: Okay, yeah. that's, that's pretty steep for yeah. that. Was the food at least good, though?
6: The biscuits were okay, but the food was not. And then another place we went to get chicken tenders. My husband loves chicken tenders. Clearly. And it's just unbelievably so expensive, and they used to give you, like, butter and honey with your biscuits and you know and sauces and now they don't include any of that anymore
0: well is it at least good quality like is it a nice hearty chicken tender that you can be like all right i can i can see why i'm dropping a bundle on this
6: i'm not a big eater but i mean if i can eat that in three bites that's not
0: oh gosh
6: (laughs) that is not a chicken tender (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, that's a chicken nugget at that point. Well, if they're going to do surge pricing, I hope they at least get it right. At least get my <laughs> order right if you're going to charge me a little uh, something extra.
2: And smile when you hand me my food. Don't be like, yeah. here you go, and then yeah. bye.
0: Well, it's got to be a tough job. I'm sure they got people dunking on them all day long, and it's probably not that enjoyable to be there. I mean, fair. I don't know. I have I have such I have such empathy for people who work in those types of jobs. I have because because if you hang out there long enough, you just see people just losing their minds on the poor employees. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy says she went to a sandwich place. It cost her twenty three dollars for two subs. I think I just gave away the name of the place. Uh, but ooh, <laughs> either way, ooh. it is getting fast food is not convenient anymore. It's, no, you're it's You're still going to drop a bundle. It's not. Unbelievable. We are inside the Golden Ring of Games. We're doing Wrap It Up where I took a country song, turned it into a rap song. You just have to tell me what country song it is. And we have Teresa on the phone who's ready to play this morning. Teresa, what are you up to? I'm
5: um, just heading to school.
0: All right. To teach or to teacher. learn?
5: <laughs> teacher.
0: Oh, okay. Well, thank you for what you do. Thank you. Let's show all those kids how cool you are. Are you ready to identify this song? I'm going to play it back for you, okay? Yeah. Here we go. Well, a man come on the 6 o'clock news Said somebody's been shot, somebody's been abused Somebody blew up a building, somebody stole a car Somebody got away, somebody didn't get too far Yeah, they didn't get too far Grandpappy took my pappy back in my day, son A man had to answer for the wicked he done Take all the rope in Texas, find a tall oak tree Round up all that bad boys, hang them high in the street For all the people to see Oof, man, that just <laughs> kept on going, didn't it? <laughs> all right, uh-huh. Teresa, do you know what song that is? Yeah, as it you for my horses, I like told you. You done right, it is Teresa? Very good. Thank you. I didn't know if someone was gonna get that one this morning. You
2: got it. You very
0: well done.
5: <laughs> well, well, Teresa, that was an easy one, right from the beginning. Oh really? <laughs>
0: yeah. That's shocking. Well, Teresa, you are definitely the coolest teacher at your school because you did it today. You won the Golden Ring of Games. Yay! Thank you. Killed in a flood of beer. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that no one else does. We mean absolutely no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Can you imagine? You're just sitting in your house. There's a huge wave of beer that comes in and sweeps away your family. What? This actually happened. What? This happened in London back in 1814. I was just reading about this. The Henry and Company, brewing company... Was on Brain Bridge Street, Brain Bridge Street, and they had multiple twenty-two foot tall. I don't know if you call it a barrel, but beer storage. Yeah, where their beer was fermenting inside of their brewery. Oh, like
2: the hop things. Okay. Yeah. what Whoa. All now- right.
0: A couple of these had pressure building up inside of them that they didn't know about. They didn't have pressure gauges back then. They were just doing it all by feeling, right? Okay. Okay. Well, a few of these things, the metal rings couldn't take the pressure anymore. They blew open and knocked open a few more barrels that were containing this, containing beer on its, well, on its way to being beer. A combustion. Yes. And all in all, nearly... Oh, shoot. 570 tons of beer... Flowed out of this of this brewery and into the streets.
2: That's got to be like a bajillion cases. It
0: it flowed into people's homes. It flowed into restaurants. It flowed into shops. Eight people were killed by beer that day as it flowed through the streets of London. What a way to go, though. I don't think so, man. Because it's not even fully beer yet. Okay, you're right. It's pressurized, hoppy, gross. Beer has almost killed me a couple of times. Let me tell you, wasn't that fun? This really happened? Yeah, this really happened back in 1814. I've done my research. This should be a movie. It'd be a short one. (laughs) sitting there watching them barrels. Things are going to go pretty soon. (laughs) It'd be like the Titanic. Just skip to the end. Let's sink the ship and get it over with.
2: Dang, Kelly.
0: But anyway, there was a time where beer literally flowed in the streets of London and killed eight people. Oy. That's pretty interesting to me. Now, maybe you didn't find this one interesting, and I totally get it if you didn't. There's nothing I can do about it now. I've already delivered the message. It's out there in the universe. Maybe I can do better tomorrow. Maybe I can't. Maybe this is as good as I can possibly do, but I don't care because I find it interesting, and I don't mind saying right to your face that sometimes I like these facts and <laughs> uh, maybe it's just me. The Kelly Jordan Show. They're missing a lot of work, but won't tell us why. That is what we have up today in the HR files, as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Now, this is an email we got, Zenzen. Okay, all right. Someone says, my manager is constantly missing work, but won't say why. Later on, we find out it was because they were sick. A couple of times they had COVID and didn't tell anybody. Oh, my God. And then one time we found out she was just on a trip. Uh Uh-huh. So we want to know... Is it mandatory for a manager to tell you why they are taking time off of work?
1: Oh, for a manager to tell the employees, <laughs> the subordinates, <laughs> do you have to stoop down and tell your subordinates why you're not there?
2: Yeah. Aren't you supposed to lead by example?
1: <laughs> okay. So there's two facets here. If you're looking at the COVID thing, if there was something like that, if you had some sort of uh, communicable disease, yeah, maybe you probably want to let people know, like that's an instance. Okay. Should they tell you if they're going on vacation? Should they tell you if they're sick? Maybe. Uh, I think it's in good practice to let your employees know where you are going. And this just kind of sounds like an instance where either the manager thinks that maybe they're above the employees. I don't need to tell them what's going on. My business is my business. Right. Now, when I leave work, it's no secret where I'm going. I'm either going to the army, the racetrack. Or that's about it. Or right. home, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just kind of sitting at home. But
0: Are faking COVID again. Faking COVID for the seventeenth time. Yeah. Now, what about as an employee? What if I just called up and said I'm not coming in today? Mm-hmm. Well, why? It's none of your business. Well, you would need to substantiate it
1: because it dep- If if you would have a pool of time off, because we have to know you have to classify your time. Oh, it's none of your business. Well, if it's vacation <laughs> or if it's personal, and if you run out of that time, then you really have to state why you're you're sick. It's funny that the COVID thing comes up because I think before COVID,
0: like people would just come to work sick all the oh, time. Just hacking around yes. right? long yeah. puking in the bathroom,
1: yeah. And yeah. now
2: when people are calling in sick, then it's like that you instantly think COVID. Mm-hmm. Now you have to like distance and stuff. But if this manager isn't doing that, Brian, then I mean so there's nothing really the employee can do.
1: Just gotta eat it. I don't know, like uh when my when my boss leaves hey, you can get a hold of me these two days, but then I'm going to be gone this day. Like, okay, well, that's good to know. And just sharing things like that would probably be good. But I did even know
0: you had a boss here.
1: <laughs> I do. It's the, that's the, the, the guy, owner? the
0: Mr. Layton, Mr. Layton. <laughs> okay. Yes.
1: So that's my, again, that is my opinion.
0: Well, I think we got to the bottom of this one. That's Did for dang sure. Did we? I don't know. I, I don't know either. I got to be honest. I stopped paying attention <laughs> yeah. after a while. It got super it. boring to me yeah, after a while. Like all the people listening this morning probably yeah. veered off into the I was like Yeah. I was just thinking about the next time I'm going to call in to work. Yeah. And why? We'll fumble our way to another one next week when we are joined by Brian and our human resources guy in the HR Files. It's time now
1: for the Small Town Salute.
0: We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Brook Park, Minnesota, population 139. If you're feeling hungry this afternoon, stop in at Mom's Parkside Cafe. They got a lunch special going on today. It's a meatball sub with your choice of side. Also, a cup of chicken noodle soup. Beverage extra. That's a big lunch for a town that only covers .99 square miles. But that's why Brook Park, Minnesota, you get today's small town.
1: Salute! That was your small town salute on the Kelly Jordan show.
0: This would be an amazing story. Even if Shaquille O'Neal wasn't involved, it's time to focus on the good news with happy hour. It makes me happy. 16 <laughs> year old Jarrell Bolden. It's a big feller. How he's, big? He stands at six, five and 380 pounds and he ain't done growing yet. Whoa. So not only you can imagine being that large, he's got some big old feet. Some gigantic feet. As a matter of fact, he has to has have his shoes custom made. Yeah, because they're a size twenty three. So what? that's that's what I'm saying. This kid ain't done growing yet with a size twenty three foot. Well, his mom is a single mom trying to raise him on his own, and said a hey, a pair of shoes for him. It's about fifteen hundred bucks a pair to get these custom made, sure. and she couldn't afford it. This is her talking about
4: it. Just as a parent, not being able to do something that your kid needs, it's like. And do something to you. So just to have people reach out and pull through for us, it was amazing.
0: And the way she's talking about people did reach out and pull f- through for her is because she started a GoFundMe. She said, I just need help, guys. Like, my yeah. son is walking around barefoot because he outgrew the last pair of shoes I could afford at 1500 bucks." Oh,
2: my gosh.
0: As a parent, I can only imagine how that felt. Well, this Kansas City rallied behind this mom she set a goal of $1,500 because she said I should probably get him a pair of shoes and then he's still growing so maybe two pairs of shoes yeah so she just wanted to help with one she's like I'll get the other one can you guys help with with one pair Oh my god. she said I felt so embarrassed having to do this and I know my son Jarell was embarrassed as well but the city came through coming up with $12,000 for this single mom
2: get out that was
0: trying to raise money for her kid Chelsea it doesn't stop there Shaquille O'Neal heard about this and said that it reminded him of being a kid and what a large young man he was. So he reached out and he did a FaceTime call with Jarrell. Oh my God. Got his backstory, found out what he was all about, found out that the kids make fun of him at school, found out all the things that he wanted to know about him and said, Jarrell, keep an eye on your front doorstep because something's coming your way. What? Something did. Three boxes, not three shoe boxes. Three boxes. Two of them filled with clothes, brand new clothes for Jarrell and for his mom so that they could be looking good because you look good, you feel good. And not only that, 20 pair of brand new shoes for Jarrell that Shaquille O'Neal had custom made for him.
2: Oh, my gosh. Because Shaquille would know. I've seen one of his shoes. Yeah. And oh. he said that
0: he did a couple more sizes, a little bit bigger, just in, case, just in case, so that his mom will not have to buy a new pair of shoes. He said, here's three pair in his current size. Here's a few pair if, he just, if, if his feet continue to grow.
2: Wow. Shaq? Shaq's the coolest.
0: Right. He doesn't like, and this is when social media gets it right.
2: Yeah. Because a
0: lot of times we're like, you know, it's, it's terrible. A lot of times social media is absolutely horrible. This is one of the times it got it right.
2: I hope this kid is walking and standing so tall. Yeah. He's got to be.
0: So cool when the community comes through like this. And that's why we do these stories. Don't you get it, Chelsea? We got to be a beacon of light in the darkness otherwise you're not going to know it exists. And I love doing it. It's all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy hour. Welcome to our bonus track. It's the very first break of the morning and a big day for me today. Ooh, window win- day. Window day. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for remembering. I expect a card tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure we talked about other things, too. I don't really remember. It's always hard for me to oh, remember. For- uh,
2: how freaking cold it is.
0: It is cold. It is cold. For a minute, anyway. Huh. Uh, it's our bonus track. We tack it on the end of the podcast, and here it is right now. So cold outside that you might freeze, but that's okay. We'll get through it with these, because that's how it goes in the winter. It's kind of like having an ice cream splinter. Uh-uh. I meant to say ice cube splinter, <laughs> not ice cream. That didn't make no damn sense. Uh. I
2: mean... No. <laughs> winter just came up and just went, "Ciao!" for one day. Just a slap, just an uppercut.
0: It's a one-day winter. It's hilarious too cuz I'm getting new windows put in my house today. <laughs> and it's like the one <laughs> f- ice cold. I even called them last night. I was like, "Can you guys even do this when it's this cold <laughs> outside? Is it legal?" They're like, "Yeah." I honestly felt bad for the dudes who are doing it. I'm like, they're probably like, "Seriously, man." <laughs> But they, but they get it. Right. They get it. I'm sure they're well-paid gentlemen with oh. a very specific skill. Cool. But they, even, the crazy thing to me is that they can come out and to, 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 the, to a civilian, getting new windows in your house is a huge deal, right? Like if I was the, installed them in myself, I, I, I would, it would be a construction nightmare. It's
2: no bueno. These guys no. are going to
0: bang it out in like five <laughs> hours. They were like, yeah, we won't even be there all day. <laughs> the install.
2: <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Yeah,
0: I was like, I was like, do you guys need me to, you know, take the day off of work and, with you my, know. With my little <laughs> screwdriver right. or whatever that thing is that you have. My Ryobi. Yeah. I can be in the. <laughs> I got your back. I got you. They were like, no, we'll be in and out. They're like, we probably won't even take us a whole day. We're only doing five of your windows. Because when I bought my house, they had replaced half the windows and then half the other ones were like original to the house. Oh. Which you can sit in my basement and you can feel a breeze blow through. Oh, man. It was bad news.
2: My friend, when she bought her house, older house, right, got it for a great price. And uh, they said, yeah, we reinstalled, you know, new windows. And she's like, oh, this is fantastic. But they did shortcuts and oh, no. they didn't do, what is it called? The framing around the window. They didn't replace any of that. They just slapped Like the trim? In, yeah, the trim. They just slapped in new windows and just kind of wedged them in there, made them fit, and didn't finish them. Oh, Lord. So it's like, what's the point?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I will tell you, though, that I feel, I was, this. maybe this is because I'm old. I, I don't know what it is. I was so excited that today was window day. Window day. Like I was, I had to move out because I had to get everything away from the windows. So I had to like unhook, I had to unhook the gas line from my dryer so I could move it and everything like that. And I was, I was so giddy. Like when I told my daughter good night, like, I, you know, I went to her room, gave her a hug, gave her a kiss. I was like, tomorrow's window day. <laughs> and she's <So> like, and? <laughs> so. I was like, do you know how much money I've been throwing out of these old windows <laughs> and heating and air conditioning costs? <laughs> but I was like, my house is probably starting to look pretty attractive to a prospective buyer, though. New windows, new furnace, new AC, upgraded countertops. Yeah. It's starting to look like the, a hell of a purchase.
2: Will it ever get to the point where you're like, oh man, I have so much money socked into this now that. I don't Here's want to the thing. With it,
0: I love the interior of my house. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love my bar. I love my kitchen. The bath. I hate everything outside of my four walls. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Like immediately in your yard,
2: the surrounding area.
0: Well, no, I do have decent neighbors, but I, cool. the neighbors that are bad, like yeah. your neighbor with the strobe lights on your house.
2: Oh, check it. Dude, she took down two of her cameras. I don't did know. She
0: re- maybe she heard you talking about it on the radio. Maybe she
2: did, or maybe it was the cold or whatever it was, but she changed it, man. Well, then again, every single day, I, I give her a little wave with a little emphasis it's if, you, if you catch my drift.
0: <laughs> if you missed it, on Monday we were talking, Chelsea neighbor have ca- Chelsea's neighbor has cameras pointed at her house with and strobe, strobe lights. strobe lights. That's bonkers. It's insane. So I, I always feel bad because I know I have neighbors that listen to the podcast. Yeah. So they're probably like, what the hell is he all just torching the neighborhood for? But <laughs> but the neighbors who listen, they know exactly who the hell I'm talking about.
2: Aww. And our neighbors on the other side, Pete and Julie, they're so good. Yeah. I love them so much. As we're moving, I'm going to get them like a gift basket of some sort. They baked us cookies for Christmas. You're getting Christmas. a going
0: away gift. Normally it's a welcome to the neighborhood I gift. Know,
2: but I just love them. They were so helpful. You understand in. that
0: you can go back. I know. You're not moving across the country. You're I literally just, moving like an I, hour away.
2: I get so attached.
0: <laughs> that's I just too. That's all right. Well, I'll
2: check it. I think they're going to be moving too.
0: Okay, they can't stand this other neighbor either. Now, are you renting or do you own this? Place? No, we're
2: renting. Okay,
0: oh good. So you can do a clean exit. I know, and That's nice. and I
2: know everybody's like, oh, don't rent; it's a waste of money. No, no, no. I tell you what, I have that one sticker price a month. That's it. And if there's problems, somebody else has to deal with it. I love this freedom.
0: I have a lot of, I have a, our consultant rents. He's yeah. a, he rents a, a apartment in Portland, Oregon, which I cannot, downtown oh, Portland, Whoa, which I can't imagine is cheap. Uh, and he's just like, he's like, I don't want to own a house. I don't want the unexpected expenses. I don't want the lawn care, all that stuff. That's all stuff. I The lawn care, I love. Now replacing we'll windows. Yeah. That That's a that's a kick in the old
2: Schwanskow. Or, or the, or the, the, the Furnace, uh, but appliances. I ex-
0: Luckily, shout out to Gilt Plumbing, Heating, and AC. They did a fantastic job on that furnace. And shout uh, out to C and D Granite on my countertops. Nice
2: forever. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just so, hey, look, hey. If we if they advertise with us, I use them. That's the way it goes. There All you right. Go. Sorry, Chelsea, <laughs> but I am excited about Window Day.
2: Window Day. No more breeze. No more breezes
0: in the basement.
2: It's One degree.
0: Man. I know. Oh man, they're gonna be freezing. freezing. Took us off. <laughs> My heating bill is going to be bonkers today because there's going to be giant holes in the <laughs> side of my house. I'm surprised they didn't postpone. I get, they're professionals. Nah, the they got
2: I this. Yeah, and it feels weird because there's like barely any like snow outside. Although, yeah, there were some blizzards floating around yesterday.
0: Should we do some history, Chelsea? Let's go. It was on this day, all the way back in the year of our Lord, 1954.
1: Ah! I thought Color TV, RCA, Victor, Color TV. I know what I've been missing now. Wow! I thought Color TV. Guys!
0: The very first Color TV sets were offered for sale to the public oh my. with a whopping... Ten inch screen. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet that thing weighed nine hundred pounds. It's
2: like this. Yeah. The back was bigger than the
0: front. I can't that's just but imagine (laughs) that technology. In a very short amount of time you went from listening to the radio to television, which was a miracle. To color TV, which had to just be bonkers.
2: I think the most abrupt change would be seeing Lucio Ball and being like, wow, she's a redhead? And yeah. Like, Holy crap. Right. I did not think that.
0: And I would imagine only the richest of the rich could afford a color TV at that time.
2: There had to be one on each block. Maybe. You know?
0: But If that, though. He's
2: working five extra jobs.
0: Yeah, for that TV. <laughs> Man. And then you only had one TV, so it was like, well, I guess it was only four channels, though, so you're only going to watch. There was no VCR. There was no anything. None, none of that. That's crazy. Uh, it was on this day all the way back in 1991. And as president, I can report to the nation, aggression is
1: defeated. The war is over.
0: On this day, the first Gulf War ended back in 1991. The first one. Yeah. Not wild. Oof. I remember that so cl- so vividly too. I mean, I think it was in middle school at the time to age me a little bit. Was but, that was Cuba. Uh, no, wasn't that what that was? This was the Persian Gulf War. So mm. it was. Oh, that Gulf. Don't make me look stupid. Not the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, not the. I don't think we would do a whole lot of fighting in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> it's just, we like to vacation
2: there now. It's like yeah. try to keep it chill.
0: <laughs> the Dirty Coast, they call it. Uh, and then on this day, a sad note, especially if you had a. Parents who love this guy, if you're a radio broadcaster, which I'm sure very few of you are, but this was a sad day in 2009.
1: God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer.
0: One of the... Just, I, I, make it, I consider him bigger than Howard Stern. Paul Harvey. Legend. Passed away on this day back in 2009. It reminds me so much of being in a smoke filled car driving from Minneapolis to Latimer, Iowa. And Paul Harvey, we had to listen to Paul Harvey, and it would get rebroadcast on a bunch of different stations, so we would listen to it over and over on different stations. Yeah. And then we had to listen to the rest of the story.
2: But he, you you, wanted to. I mean, you just you hung in there.
0: Oh, he was so good. Legendary. He was, he was so good at, I don't know what you would call it, unfolding a story slowly. Yeah. So that's why he, if you, if you love Paul Harvey the rest of the story, you would love Mike Rowe's podcast. You know Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs? Yes, yeah. He has a podcast called The Way I Heard It. Oh,
2: he's phenomenal. And it's
0: exactly the same thing. Oh. And it's so good. When I go on road trips, I'll knock out 10 of those episodes. It
2: just really is. Oh, he's so You're good You're long at for it. the journey.
0: And uh, only one birthday that we probably care about today. Jason Aldean celebrating a birthday today. Do you know how old he is?
2: Oh my Atlanta, uh, forty-six.
0: Oh, you're so close. What? <laughs> man, you've been doing good lately. Oh, Jason Aldean, the ripe old age of forty-seven today. Wowza! Yeah, man, he's getting up there. Been around a long time too, man. So
2: many hits, man. Yeah,
0: he start. He, Jason Aldean to me has the most drinkers face I've ever seen. <laughs> Like he looks like me after like a, a week on vacation, he's, just he's round, rough. puffy, no cheekbone. <laughs> Off
2: too, but his wife looks beautiful. Second oh, his wife. wife is yeah, first too.
0: Oh, no. He's he's done all right for himself. <laughs> of course, if it's your birthday today, we would like to wish you a happy birthday as well, Chelsea. What is coming up and what's trending?
2: Nitty gritty dirt band saying oh. goodbye.
0: Oh dang! All right, after that one hit. <laughs> <laughs> No, they had more than one hit. Easy now. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Of course, of course, I'm joking that they only had one hit. But all right.